Hey everybody, welcome to the Beehive Sports Podcast. Sketty and I are back a little late this week. It is Saturday, the 14th of October. Uh, things came up, things happened, so we pushed her back a little bit. It'll uh, not affect really anything unless you rely on us for sports betting, which if you do, you should question your decision to be betting in the first place. Correct. Maybe not yeah. Sketty. Sketty's nine and six. He's doing okay. Uh, but I, we'll I am get- okay. So today's episode, uh, playoff baseball, going to talk about that to get us started. And then uh, one item in the things that sting. And we have not much of a week five recap. It's basically two games because we're late in the week. Recap doesn't make much sense when we're facing new games tomorrow. Uh, Three bagger recap. And our new picks leading into tomorrow's games. Let's go. Welcome to the Beehive Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Joe and Sketty. All right, here we are. Uh, like I said, Saturday morning. Actually, it's Saturday afternoon now. I got two it games going. Yep. I got two games on. Alabama just hit a deep ball that looks like it's going to be a touchdown. Yep. And I got Ohio State playing on another TV. Kind of peeking over the breakfast bar. I can't really see the scores because I can only see like a quarter of the TV from where I'm sitting. But <laughs> um, yeah, college football Saturday, always a good day. Shitty outside. They canceled the fucking possum open at Blueberry. Bunch of bitches. I'm angry about yeah. that. Next, Not cool. next week now. Next yeah, week and next I work week. a double next Saturday. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah no so they put the big old dick right to Joe B's this it week because I can't. Like- up in Scandia this morning. It had to be miserable. There, it doesn't that matter. That's to me. So per Kenny Sumner, who's a blueberry veteran, a possum yep. open veteran, he told me the idea was always the worst weather for this golf outing, the better. That's how they wanted it. That was the idea okay. behind the whole thing. And yep. he said, now it's, yeah. So yeah, I, I can't play. Holquist can't play. He's going to be working out of town or whatever. But I, yeah. I wonder, I wonder if there was frost up there. That, that could be an issue. Well, if there's frost on the greens, they got definitely some sand. Out. Definitely some yeah, sand up there. I'm if sure. you know what, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I know they what got, you're saying. They got sand. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Ruined my Saturday. Didn't ruin my Saturday. Actually, I got a birthday party. Ooh. Maybe I wasn't supposed to say that yet. Well, you didn't say that. I think produce, it's a surprise. So it's okay. Yeah, I didn't. I'm. It's, well, don't uh, release. Don't release the episode till after the party starts it's, and we're fine. No, I'm going to do it right as soon as we're done because then I got shit to do all day. Uh, <coughs> we'll say 99% chance that news won't get out anyways. We should, we should be okay. Okay. Snake update. Four and one. We won last week. Uh, the weather is getting cold. It sucks. Yeah, I'm, not ideal. No. Too, too old for that shit. I'm, I, I'm officially there. But finishing out the season. And then hanging it up. Retirement. Yeah. yeah. I like it. It was fun while it lasted. If they start like a summer league, maybe I'll play. Because then it's warm out. <laughs> I don't mind as much. But I, I, I like that. Smart. So, 
Uh, playoff baseball is where we're going to begin. And yep. Sketty told me in the middle of the week that he has a baseball question that Which, he yeah, wanted I'm... to pose on the podcast. So I don't know what the question is yet. Uh, yes. But we're going to start playoff baseball conversation with Sketty's so, question. So I I saw this in the middle of the week. And like, admittedly, I have not been a big baseball follower since I was, I don't know, probably early teenage years is when I kind of quit following as closely. Okay. Like, still follow, kind of have a general idea what's going on, but not, you know, I'm not an avid baseball watcher. But since they changed this format, now it, I think I saw the stat. It's someone, like, outside of the Astros, the teams that win their – is it they win their division and then they don't play wild card weekend. So, like, the Braves and I think the Dodgers are off. The Astros are off. Was there, was there one more team that was off for an extended period? Like an 18-day uh, should have been four. Four teams yeah. off for wild card round, yeah. Yeah, so, so, so Braves, Dodgers, uh, Astros, Orioles, Orioles. Okay, so like I think the stat I saw is like outside of the Dodge or the Astros who just are banging on trash cans or something and have it figured out. It's dick. like, <laughs> but they said that like none of these other teams that go on breaks are winning their series. Like, this is like, uh, I guess I want to say, is this a clear disadvantage outside well, of the Astros? It's a disadvantage to everyone else because you don't play baseball for three weeks, basically because of the wild card round and then the other teams coming off still I mean, hot, still in the so, thing. So this is relatively new because they just added teams to the playoffs. It yeah, didn't yeah, used to be this. It, it used only, to be four, only... te- like four or what? Six. No, I can't remember how it went. Wild card. They've changed it so many times. I can't even mm-hmm. remember now, but it used yeah. to be the big bitch about baseball was not enough teams to make the playoffs. Yep. yep. Uh, so they began adding teams slowly and now, yeah, they're up to, uh what 12 is that how it goes because you have two it's it's gotta be because you have wild card two four teams playing a wild card to to face yeah uh that sounds right yeah because if there's four teams on buys four division winners and yeah yeah something like that so yeah um or maybe there's five division winners Jesus Christ! What am, hold on. Let me pull this up. We're gonna we're, <laughs> we're, we're doing watch hot. this we're, hot start. We're gonna pull this up right now. So there is the East, the Central, the West. Oh, three divisions. Yeah, that's right. What the fuck am I thinking? Three divisions. Okay. East, Central, and West. So you have yep. three three division winners. Yep. Two of first, which first two of which yep. get a bye. Okay. And so that would mean what? Uh, three wild card teams. So what's that? Three and three, six, six teams, 12 teams total make the playoffs. Yep. Right? So you have yep. two wild cards who face each other. Yep. And then you have wild one, one wild card team who faces the division winner yep. with the yep. worst record. Yep. Uh, so the buy thing is pretty new. I'm, I'm, I mean, as far because it, it was a one yeah. game, it was a one game wild card too for a little while, but regardless, there's always something to be said about momentum. And yep. if you're playing hot in September and then you, but I mean, generally the teams who are getting a buy were, were good all year. 
Well, well, that's what I think that's what the point, the thing that I read was kind of making. And I kind of can see it as like, okay, you take the Braves who won a hundred games this year. Yep. Playing good baseball. And then it's like, Hey, go sit at home for whatever, two weeks, two and a half weeks. Not even. Yeah. You know, whatever it is, but it's you, not, it's like, it's a, it's a fucking three game wild card series. That's and then they I go, to, yeah, it's a three game series. So it's not even two weeks. That's and then you I go thought. to, no, yeah, it goes best of three, best of five, best of seven, best of seven. So that's what the person I saw bitching said it was like an 18 day gap between games. And I was like, uh, what? I don't believe that. But that's what I said. I said, that seems like it's an awful long time. No, that's, that's definitely not games. true. Uh, but, hold on. We'll, but they said we'll, that since this extended break, uh, so the Astros know how to deal with this. Everyone else just gets beat. October, October 1st was the last day of the regular season. Everybody played that day. Okay. I mean, it looks like it. So, so yeah, so you're still talking probably only like a week break. So the Astros played October 1st. Okay. And they played again, October 7th. (laughs) So that's a six day break. That's not that bad. The no. thing I read made it sound like it was like a long time between. No, it's definitely not. No, I mean, yeah, the Orioles, same thing. But still, uh, in Braves, baseball, I guess Braves that's my and Dodgers. Though. Football, that's a normal off week for you. Like nothing, you know. If you have a two week gap, that's a long time. Yeah, all the teams who all the team the four teams who received buys all played October first, and then they played. All of them played again on. October 7th. It was six days off. So no, I I, I think that, yeah, somebody's just probably a bitter Braves fan or a Dodgers fan or. Well, it does seem though, if if you look at it though, from what they say, it's like the case since they've done this, the team that's been playing has won more times than they have not is again. And I, I don't, I'm asking you, you're the baseball guy. I I haven't noticed if that's a thing or not. Okay, that was it. That was my question. And again, they are a superior team. So if they want excuses, I mean, fucking Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman, I don't believe recorded a fucking hit in the right, or at least they started out zero and twenty one, zero for twenty one combined. Right, right. So that they're going to say it's because they haven't played in six days. That seems not, stupid. Not in the groove. Not right. in the groove is what they, they claim. Uh, I mean, what's the break for, for all stars? That's about six, five, six days. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, so, I yeah, I don't, about, yep. I'm not buying it. But, um, yeah, so no, I haven't seen any. I don't believe there's a correlation there. Uh, okay. The Ash, Astros played just fine. Uh, yeah, they did say in the thing that I read, the Astros were the exception to the rule. Yeah. The well, Astros haven't so, figured out. Nobody else does. So the top five records in major league baseball where the Braves, Orioles, Dodgers, Rays, and Brewers all eliminated. All th- are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, but you're like, found, sound like you're a long ways away. Am I good now? Yeah. All right. Okay. So, um, yeah, all, f- all five top five records in baseball all eliminated. Which brings me to the Dodgers because I tell you, what do I tell you every year about the Dodgers? They can only win if it's a shortened season. That is correct. So since 2013, they've won 91 games or more, not counting 2020 because it was a short season. But yeah. even in that, even in that season, they were 43 and 17. 
they've won over a hundred. They've had over a hundred wins in five of the last six full seasons. And just fucking choke in the playoffs. And I think it's hilarious because they just keep adding. Yeah. um, I mean, (laughs) they just keep adding more and more new players. What's hilarious to me is Jordan Alvarez was part of the package with the Dodgers that the Astros made sending Josh Fields to him in like 2015 or so 16, 17. I don't know when it was 18, but somewhere in that time. Uh, and now Jordan, like he just hit four or five homers in the fucking ALDS. <laughs> and Josh Fields, I don't even know if he's on a team anymore. Um, yeah. So good times. Sorry, Darren. Uh, I did. I did text him after game one when they got blown out and was just like, Fucking full season Dodger playoffs, baby. Here we go. Uh, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's good times. The uh, Braves, I mean, they were a heavy favorite to win the whole thing. Yeah. Yep. And fucked it up. So uh, I think it kicks back off tomorrow night. I know the Astros play at eight o'clock, which is the same time the Bills play. So I will have my two, two TV system running for that for sure you could i'm pretty sure you can just skip the bills game and watch the astros (laughs) game i don't think there's going to be much to see in it although maybe it'll be fun for you i guess it'll be fun yeah i mean it'd be cool two wins if i can get pull out two wins tomorrow that's a good hot start but rangers rangers are playing good baseball they're hungry to beat the astros it's been a while they were and i uh i said this to a buddy of mine earlier in the year it was the rangers were looking like they were smooth sailing to the division title. Oh yeah, you uh, talked about this last week. Yeah, and they just blow yeah. it. That's what they yeah. do. They fucking blow it. And uh in true sports fan fashion, just like the Twins, uh after their wild card victory, they were chanting, "We want Houston." Well, they got them. And now the Rangers fans are chanting, "We want Houston." Be very careful. Just, be careful what you wish for. They're yep. a much more experienced playoff team than the Rangers are. Uh, I'm looking forward to the series. I think it's going to be a good series. I mean, the Rangers are, they're playing very good right now. Uh, So we'll see. Hopefully the Astros pull it out Uh, again. I'm at the point with them where I no longer suffer like severe heartbreak. Like a Bills playoff loss is way worse in my stomach than an Astros playoff loss because, uh, yeah, I've seen the Astros win it. If they win it again, it's awesome. If they don't, whatever. Seven straight ALCS appearances, pretty solid. Uh, only one other team has done that. And, yeah, I don't know. Did you watch uh, Verlander's speech in the locker room? I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> it's not safe for work. No. Work. No, it's not. All right, so that will lead us into... Oh, new soundbite time. It's now time for the things that sting. The worst stories in sports, according to Joe. Only one this week, and it is the Sergio Brown story, which is pretty wild. And you said you haven't heard anything about this? I I don't even know who Sergio Brown is. Yes, you do. All right, so I'll skip to the end where I explain who Sergio Brown is. He... Uh, played his college football at Notre Dame, was signed by the New England Patriots as an undrafted free agent in 2010. 
He also played in the NFL for the Colts, Falcons, Jaguars, and the Bills through 2016. Okay. So six-year career in the NFL. Okay. Um, on, So he's been charged with the murder of his 73-year-old mother. On September 16th, a missing person report was filed by the family for Sergio and his mother, Myrtle Simmons Brown. Uh, on the same day, the police with the family were searching the property uh, in the western suburbs of Chicago and found her body in a creek behind her house. The uh, Later, the death was ruled a homicide uh, because of injuries suffered from an assault. On 9-18, so September 18th, an Instagram account with the uh, handle... I, it's INT player, I believe, international player with a passport. That's the name. So INT player with a passport, international player with a passport. Okay. Uh, it appeared to be Sergio Brown, and he claimed he was kidnapped by police from his home. He also said that he believed his mother was on a holiday and had no idea she died. The Maywood, Illinois Police Department, this is a quote from his video, it had to be the FBI or Maywood police. I thought my mama was on vacation. That's fucking fake news. She's retired. And you want to come to me? FBI had to do it. They got the power to do some shit like that. What the fuck is going on? That's fake news. That's fucking fake news. Get the fuck out of my goddamn face. Sounds like Verlander's speech in the locker room. No, very F similar. FBI <laughs> had to do it. They got the power to do some shit and blah, blah, blah. He just keeps... You know, don't come at me, blah, blah, blah. Yep. So that was followed up the next two days, the 19th and 20th of September, with more uh, Instagram videos where he references Finding Nemo and then uh, makes a rap song about the police trying to look for him. Uh, okay. So Mexican law enforcement advised that they knew of Brown's whereabouts since at least September 19th. A warrant was issued and Brown was arrested as he attempted to re-enter the United States from Mexico and booked into a, C a San Diego County jail without bail after he was listed as a fugitive and a flight risk. So, wild story. Could you imagine? That's, like, that's, what? Yeah, dude, your mom. You can't. Yeah, I, I'll never understand. Doesn't make a lot of sense to me. No. 73 years old and uh, you know the neighbors uh, she hadn't you know lived in a nice neighborhood or her neighbors were all you know outpouring support of what a great woman she was very uh helpful in the neighborhood they said and just a sweet sweet little old lady so sad fucking yeah. sad and sergio brown enjoy prison that's all i got for sting yeah that's gonna move us on that's to cool. we're moving yeah we're moving week five recap of the nfl only two games, as I said. So we're going to start with what would be certainly the game of the week, the Cowboys and 49. I mean, it didn't end up being a, a game. The, the dog pre, walk of the week, maybe. Right, yeah. Before they actually stepped on the field. Should have been supposed allegedly to be the game of the week. Yeah. Cowboys yeah. did not show up. So no. I'm going to let you get rolling with that. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I wish I could have talked about this on Tuesday because I was real fired up still then. And now it's just kind of like, you know, it was awesome. But it's kind of died for me a little bit, the excitement from it, but yeah, it, I mean, it was just awesome to watch. Uh, I really thought the Cowboys would show up, you know, like I said, all along, that's their Super Bowl. They're, this wasn't a trap game for them. This wasn't, uh, 
you know, they got just popped in the mouth by a lesser team. Like this game was for sure circled on their calendars. They talked all week about it and they just got the absolute shit kicked out of them. Um, I don't know how as a quote unquote good team in the NFL, you can just get, you know, just demolished like that in a game that, you know, I, you, I guarantee you before the season even started, that game is circled on their calendar. Like this is one we're showing up for. We finally want to beat this team. And they just got smoked in all phases of the game. You know, special teams was no good. Dak looked like Dak, three interceptions. Uh, you know, their defense couldn't stop anyone. Brock Purdy just absolutely torched them, which was sweet to watch. Um, you know, Micah Parsons basically did nothing uh, after running his mouth all week, which kind of reminds me, Joe, can we interject? Is now a good time for Sketty on? Can I talk is a little this, bit about is Micah this the, Parsons? the first installation of Sketty on this in the, the new season? the first installation of, yes, yeah, first He's absolute trash. Skeddy on. Let's have a listen to what Skeddy is on this week. Zero percent chance that works. All right, hold, hold on. Got one more thing for you. Oh. Okay, I got my music back. We're ready. Yep. Uh, I cannot fathom how the Niners just absolutely kicked the shit out of this team. They called the dogs off with, what, 13 minutes? Like, no starters played in the fourth quarter. McCaffrey has a fumble on the goal line, which is very uncharacteristic. Like, this score could have been much worse than what it was. How does Micah Parsons have the balls to sit there and say, well, the score doesn't really show what happened out there. It didn't indicate what really went on. We're the same level team as the Niners. Like, what? how delusional can you be? Micah Parsons is the most overrated player in the NFL on top of being a jackass. Like, In what world did that not indicate what happened other than it should have been worse than what it was and it wasn't because of a fumble like and they didn't put their starters in the fourth quarter where they could have put up more points on you like take your medicine like a man Micah Parsons say what happened the Cowboys are not who that we thought they were some of us they are who we thought they were but most people thought your team was good you're not even close to a top level NFL team you look like garbage you don't show up for a game you're supposed to show up for just shut up shut your mouth say what it is we got beat we're not good it's a long season hopefully we'll get better the guy is just a complete clown i don't know how any I, you you stand micah parsons joe i know you do and i just don't get it guy is garbage totally erased from the game just can't stand it can't stand it love to watch that guy lose love to he's, watch him lose he's the goat yeah the the goat against teams that suck and I mean, okay, good, so he just disappears. Just so everybody's clear on where I stand on Micah Parsons, I do believe he is a very, very good NFL player, disruptor of the game. You, uh, m- me I calling him a- the goat and everything is. I know you like to get me fired up. It's more just to piss you off. Yes, correct. Yeah. But no, he, like, <laughs> I mean, he's a good NFL player, but he still does not. I, you cannot show me one big game where this guy has showed up. Like he shows up against the garbage teams and he does, you know, he rushed, he pressured the quarterback there. I mean, they were on the, they were on the field a lot. Well, you know, their defense is supposed to be their strong point. Get them off the field. They couldn't do it. Micah Parsons. That's true too. Yeah. Other other than the, the only time that Micah Parsons made a play that I can recall, I can recall two plays that he made one when they did the smart thing and lined them up over, um, McVitz on the on the right side of the line and he just it was kind of like you know like when Travis Kelsey or Tyree Killer like wide open and we say like how does the defense lose track of that guy like how does the offensive line just not block Micah Parsons he blew up McCaffrey for uh, a loss in the backfield 
like literally hit him as he's getting the ball because no one touched him. And then Dan Quinn thought he was smart and put him over Trent Williams and Trent Williams just was like, no, get out of here. You're not that good. Uh, mind blowing to me. Absolutely mind blowing to me, Joe. I uh, follow, but that I'm just happy. Said, I'm just happy. Sketty on's back. Yeah. Well, you know, I just, Micah Parsons, he really brings it out. in me. you might get a Sketty on this week if they lose to the Browns, that's possible. We could have another one. Um, but another thing to touch on in this, I think I texted you when it happened. We talked about Brock Purdy last week, and I said, well, I don't know. He hasn't beat a good team, high-level game manager. Oh, yeah, let's do this. Brock Purdy is absolute worst case, 10th best quarterback in the NFL right now. The moment for me during this game, he hits Ayuk going up the left side on a third down. It gets called back because of a holding. Third and 14. This is like first drive of the third quarter, I think. Third and 14. Just absolute dot to Debo right down the middle. Pick up the first down. Like, as a Niners fan, this is the play where, like, after the big penalty, they blow it. Didn't happen here. And then the camera zooms in on Brock Purdy's face, like, right after the pass. And there was just, like, no emotion on this dude. Just look of a stone-cold fucking killer. And I was just like, yep, Brock Purdy's the guy. I have been trying to deny it for too long. Brock Purdy is the guy. Four guys in the NFL I would take over him. Another five guys, I would let you have a conversation about everybody else. I, I I don't want you. I want Brock Purdy. Well, let's have that conversation right now. Okay, yeah. So, because he's an NFC quarterback, we will start. We're going to play. A lot um, less over there anyway. Marry, marry or kill with Brock yeah. Purdy. We did this with Zach Wilson. It was much yep. easier. Uh, yep. This well, will, this will require want, more debate. Yeah, I kind of want you. I will give you. I will give you. There are three NFC quarterbacks, none of them that I would just take over Brock Purdy, but I would have a conversation about. Uh, Can you name the three that I would have the conversation about? Okay. Uh, you can go division by division. I'll help you. Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford, I would have a conversation. I would take Brock Purdy over Matt Stafford at this point in their careers. Mainly okay. because Matt Nobody Stafford. What's that? It's Nobody in the South, no. So I'm I'm actually you said there's three? There's three NFC quarterbacks. Matt Stafford is one of them. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is one that I would have a conversation about. Maybe take Hurts just because of his mobility, but realistically, Jalen Hurts wasn't anything until he got AJ Brown. Like he was like, was he even the guy? And he has one good season. He's an MVP candidate. I could see myself taking Brock Purdy over Jalen Hurts. There's one more guy. I'm not like in that same I'm, division. Yeah, no, it's uh, definitely NFC, not in that. NFC North. One guy in the NFC North I'd let you have a conversation about. Goff? Goff. I think Jared Goff is pretty damn good now that he's behind a good line and has some weapons up there in Detroit. I think Goff is playing good. Again, I think I would take Purdy over Goff myself. Yeah, I would too. I think, there's a, I think there's a conversation there to be had. They're both very, very the compare the good comparison or the similarity between Goff and Purdy is Purdy is accurate as fuck. Like he, he throws is, the ball wherever he wants to put it, and it's very impressive. But yeah, so okay, so that's the NFC, right? Because yeah. there's yep. nobody else. There's definitely there's nobody else. Nope. nope I was it, it. That, was I, that was a struggle picking three. I'm surprised <laughs> Goff was on that list, honestly. I, well, I just I really I you know I'm telling you I I'm I don't know if it's because I've been. And, I, and even Hertz, Hertz is only uh, advantage over Purdy, in my opinion, would be uh, the, legs. the legs. He doesn't have yeah. any better arm strength, and Purdy's way more accurate. 
yeah, yeah. Again, I, I would probably lean Purdy. Uh, maybe hurts if you're looking, depending on what you're looking to do. But you know, I, right. I really how many, how many do we have in the AFC? AFC, there's four that are like it's not even a question. I'm taking them over Brock Purdy, and then I believe that would leave us with two more guys that would be a conversation. Okay, so we'll start with the easy one, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is easy. Yes, I'm taking Mahomes over him. Uh, I'm not serious in this one, but I'm going to throw it out there because you have an uh, unavoidable love and crush on him, Jimmy G. Oh, no. God, no. No, I'm taking Brock Purdy over Jimmy G all, all the time. Not even but, you, but don't deny that you love Jimmy G. I do love Jimmy G, but after seeing how Brock Purdy runs in this offense, maybe Jimmy G is just not that good. Okay, so I have, what, three more? So you have three more unquestionable and two that I would have a conversation about. Josh Allen. Josh Allen, I would take over him, not a question. Justin Herbert. Yep, taking him, not a question. The other one, you got to kind of think he's not having a great year this year. Lamar? No, no, fuck no. I would no. take Purdy. I know Purdy. who it is. I know Same who it division. is. Trevor Same Lawrence. Division. No, fuck no. I, I would have a conversation about Trevor Lawrence. Oh, wait, you said same division. Same oh, Joe division. Burrow, duh. Yeah, I'm a Joe fucking Burrow. Idiot. I'm taking, yeah. yeah, I'm taking Joe Burrow. But Trevor Lawrence is one that I would have a conversation about uh, taking him over Brock Purdy. But again, Tua. man, I don't know. Two is the other one that I think you have to have a conversation, and I'm trying to be nice in that because, again, two was pretty garbage until he got Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, and Mike McDaniel. So, yeah, that's it. That's is the that list. all of them? That, that's the list, unless you can think of someone else that I, I forgot of that you think would be in that conversation. Well, I really think right now Brock Purdy – I don't know if you knew this, but Kenny, Kenny Pickett threw a touchdown pass last week. <laughs> well, I I am not uh, – But you have to I'm package Matt Canada resident. with him, so – I'm I'm not a Pittsburgh resident, so there's that's win-win. Yeah, Kenny Pickett would think? be, yeah, yeah, right, exactly. It'd, it'd be great. I'd love to have Matt Canada. Really help the Niners' offense. Fucking <laughs> unreal, unreal. Uh, all right. Is that? Oh, on to so that's it for Niners Cowboys, yep. right? Okay. Yep. So we're on to the Bills uh, taking a long trip to lose, and not only lose the game, but lose your best defensive player, Matt Milano. Yeah. And another very good starter, Daquan Jones. So their their defense is now out three starters. And it's not just like any starter. It's your fucking best cornerback, your best linebacker, <coughs> and second best interior lineman. Because Ed Oliver is still better than yeah. Daquan Jones. Yeah. But Daquan Jones is good. Yeah. Uh, it sucked. I didn't like anything about that game. I hate London now. I... <laughs> I'm glad we beat them in 1776 and told them, you know, fuck right <laughs> off through their tea in the harbor. Everything about yep. England is now I'm anti-England. England just went into like the China category. They can just fuck right off. Uh, yeah. Shitty field. I don't know that. I've never been there. I'm just listening to what the players said. Yeah. Uh, so. Basically. They playing on turf. cement. Yeah, playing on cement. Yeah. Yeah. One point uh, two billion dollars. Taron Taron Johnson injured a foot because it got stuck into the fucking ground somehow. Yep. Yeah. I, I don't know, but here's here's where I'm like I I tread lightly with those things. Are they a bunch of excuses because you went over there and got beat? Uh, would they have been saying the same shit if they won? I don't know. Exactly. And, yep. Yeah. So, but with yeah, that, you don't hear. Okay, I was good. Well, you, you don't hear you, the Chiefs. But, come, you don't hear but you do. But you, I bet you would if there was the if there was injuries. Yeah, you know, 
yeah, if you win and someone gets hurt, they'd probably still be yeah. watching. Yeah. And the Chiefs yeah. were complaining about the field conditions in the Super Bowl. So that's false. Yeah, just yeah. Well, it just seems like you don't hear that as much as the Eagles fans and people complaining about the field conditions. But yes, yeah, yeah. So that leads me to the Goodell video that came out, obviously yep. in in perfect timing. Uh that he he comes out and I wish I would have put the quotes down. I didn't, but in a nutshell, you can look it up and watch it. It's not I'm not making anything up or embellishing. I, I've seen, I've he seen says, the video as well. Yeah, he says, uh, we wanted to keep a team over there and then send one to play them to see if the game was still competitive. Uh, it, it, so basically the Bills were an experiment. They The the Jaguars got to get acclimated to the you know the time zone, every all that shit. And the Bills were the experiment who got to go over and uh, see if they could, you know, get acclimated and keep a competitive football game, which they did, I, but it's 90% because I think the Jaguars aren't that good. I, I'm upset about this because Roger Goodell could have just called and gave me like, I don't know, a million bucks. The NFL's rich. And I would have told him no shit. It's a fucking competitive advantage for someone to have the time change over there. I talked about it last week on the show. You, you, did. The Jags. you did. I mean, this is a no brainer. I can't believe he would even utter that. Like, yeah. But he did, and he yeah, did. it's a he did. He did. I saw a, the video. It was a fucking disaster. Yeah, uh, like no shit. Micah Hyde said he hopes they never have to go back. I hope yeah. he's right too, because yeah, it's yeah, it was actually. It sucked. Kid I went, it was a shitty game. Kid I went to high school with was at the game. Flew over there for the game. Yeah, and that's, that's a long a, flight to that's a long watch flight loss. to watch yeah. him lose. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So, uh, but yeah, kind of. I think we saw that coming. I actually thought the Bills with the plays at the end of the first half there, they score the touchdown Jacksonville yeah, they, drives mm-hmm. down on them. They get the turnover. I said, okay, the bills are going to win this game. Yeah. They're just, close. But the like time of, they, they had a 16 minute time of possession. Uh, the offense didn't do the defense any favors because they, they did, they scored on quick drives and that was it. Yep. They didn't have one lengthy yep. drive where they moved the ball down the field and punched it in the end zone. It was uh, the time of possession was dominated by Jacksonville. They showed AJ Epinesa on the sidelines uh, with an oxygen mask on because they're, they're, the defense was gassed. They Just were gassed. fucking out yep. there the entire game. Uh, yep. So it, it was no surprise to me at the end that they weren't able to come up and, and get a stop. They were tired. It, it, it didn't surprise me. Calvin Ridley had a fantastic game. Uh, Kyer Elam is fucking garbage. And I have a trade. <laughs> I have a trade proposal that I tweeted to the Bills. Uh, never heard back from him. But the <laughs> trade proposal is Kyer Elam and a second for Patrick Sertain. Maybe he's yeah. uh maybe he'll be better in the system over there. You know how that happens sometimes. I don't I think Denver would be the one that's saying, yeah, just don't even answer that. Denver stepped in, DM'd the Bills and said, nah, we're not gonna take that. Don't, don't, don't even offer it. Well I've heard that I heard that Sertain is building block there. Uh, I just saw he's on the trade block. I literally just saw they weren't gonna trade him because he was because the they they were talking about the Niners should make a move for him. And the Niners have somehow. If any team needs him right now, it's Buffalo. Their secondary is in shambles. Besides, at, at the cornerback position, yeah. I mean, Dane yeah. Jackson was on the injury report this week. Kyrie Elam got made Calvin Ridley look like fucking Justin Jefferson this week. Gee, yeah, I, I, Kyrie Elam's bad, and I don't understand I mean, it. He's a first round pick. They said he was. I, I do know that he wasn't. Uh, uh, the 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 system that the Bills are running, it was brand new to him. But you'd yeah. think like he's two years dude, in. Now. He's a fucking great athlete. Yeah, and, and he's just been trash. So it's not I good. Mean, 
it's very if bad. Sertain, if certain's available, I uh, fuck it, send him a first round pick. Yeah, and, missing. And that's what. That's kind of where I'm at too. I'm like, uh, I, just go I get him somehow. They need it help just, at the corner position. They signed Josh Norman. Like that's gonna fuck. Yeah, I do saw anything. that. Yeah, no, yeah, no good. Yeah, I couldn't believe I saw the Niners have forty million dollars in cap room this year. Like they're talking about them making a big like CMC style move for like a Chase Young, a Pat Sertain, Brian Burns, potentially like this is like what people are saying they should do. Just go out there, go all in, go basically pull the Rams and go all in yeah. and win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Which I mean, the bills are kind of in that same boat where it's like, you know, your window's not staying open for long, man. You might as well just send it and send it down. And if you get Pat Sertain, fuck man, that's a first round end of the first round pick all day long. That's, yeah. that's a no brainer. It's yeah. I mean, your, your pick's going to be high. You know that. Yeah, I don't uh, think they would even take it. I think it's gonna. I think it would cost you a, a couple picks to get certain. Probably. But all yeah. right, uh, that's it for NFL recap. You had anything else? I think we looked at all the other nope. games and we we're like, it's so late yeah. in the week. There's really nothing, and there was nothing great, anyways. I mean, what the Bengals no, kind of Bengals kind of look back to normal. Uh, yeah, they've been kind of doing that. Chiefs like every still other one in one possession game. It's yeah, same. Yeah, well, right. Kelsey being down for a little bit hurt them, but yeah, that was not a great look against the the Vikings. No, but he yeah he not, bounced not, back Thursday for sure. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. Uh, we are on to three bagger. Three bagger. Give me your fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me turn that down a little bit. Before we get into the recap and everything like that, I did want to bring up the uh, Miami Hurricanes Mario Cristobal. Uh, I'm assuming you saw this, right? The where he didn't take a knee. I didn't see this one. No, you didn't. Okay, so this is I last last that. weekend college football game, uh, Miami Georgia Tech. So I'm gonna talk about what happened, and then I'm gonna explain all the people on the internet who are hurting my brain. Uh, so with 33 seconds left and no timeouts, Georgia tech had no timeouts. Miami ran the football. They, they fumbled and with 25 seconds to go, Georgia tech went 74 yards capped by like a 44 yard touchdown reception. I did see this. I did see this. So I did see this. Get into the, get into the comment sections. Everybody's like, Oh my God, Vegas, it's Vegas. Clearly, it's Vegas. No, it was not Vegas. The line in that game was minus 19 and a half, which yeah. means, uh, the, like, for example, oh, I'm sorry, this I have to hit loop on that. My bad. Anyways, um, so Miami was minus 1600. Okay. Okay. So it wasn't like there was money pouring in on that money line, right? You're bidding yeah, $1,600 to win $100. I mean, that sure, there might be some idiot out there who did that. Uh, but not not like money was being it's dumped not, in yeah. on that, that yeah. they needed Miami to lose on the money line. Yep. 19 and a half was the spread. So clearly, uh, a 20 to 17 or 16 game, the, the spread wasn't in play here at all. Either way, you took it. If you took the points, you're good. If you took Miami, you lost. They weren't going to come back. They weren't covering that coming down to the wire. So all the like Vegas, Vegas, Vegas stuff, 
So, so with that though, keep in mind, it would be the, the opposite. You'd be in plus, you know, four digits for, if you took Georgia tech on the money Correct. line, yep. also not a bet. A lot of people are making. No, no. So some people, yes, not everyone. The only thing this would have an effect on is live betting. But even then yep. there, there wouldn't be a huge uh, outpour of money coming in on that at any point. Wouldn't think so. No. So I don't know. I just, something I wanted yeah, to bring up Vegas. because it was, yeah. Anytime something like this I happens, just don't know why the hell they fucking idiots want to be like, oh, it's Vegas. Oh, it's Vegas is in control of that one. That would not apply anywhere in this football no. game. No. no. It just drives me nuts. So, okay. Uh, recap. Sketty. He improves to nine and six. Yeah, thanks for not showing up, Dallas. <laughs> and Joe improves, but still seven and eight. What did you go last week? Two and one? One and two? Two and one. We, bo- we two, both went two, two, two and one. one. Yeah, we okay. both went two and one last week. Yeah, so won the Niners. Yep. Yeah, you... Uh, um, let's ja- see here. The Jags. Yeah, so I went Texans was my only loss. I had them at plus one and a half. They lost by two. <laughs> yep. yep. Also, with that said, I will note, because I was pushing the money line on that game too, uh, yeah. I still stand by that pick oh and it, i mean stroud struggled in the red zone they they yep. kicked four consecutive field goals on drives uh that led them to having 12 points before they punched one in the end zone in the second half they cash they in one they cash in one of those and it's fucking you know yeah. game on yeah I, yeah I mean, they took so, the late lead the falcons had to come back and win it on the final drive so correct yeah, yeah. so yeah it was a could have gone either way, but yeah, Texans had a lot of opportunity to win that game. They just blew it. Um, yep. Let's see what else we have here. I had the Dolphins minus 11 and a half covered yep. and the 49ers minus three and a half covered. Sketty. Yeah, you called that one. Goes two and one. Jags plus five and a half uh, was a win. Chiefs minus three and a half win. We uh, And he took the Cowboys plus three and a half, which was his lone loss for the week. Did not show up. So at again, Sketty improves to nine and six. I improve to seven and eight, but it was you know still hanging below five hundred on the three bagger. We'll turn it around. This is the week. I got a, two and I got, one. Yeah, I got a great two. feeling about this week. Okay. Um. So we're gonna start with. Hold on. Let me get the, some typing in here. All right. Your picks for week six. Your first game. Go ahead. Uh, I, mean, I guess we're going to go in order here. So my first game is going to be the Dolphins minus 14. All right. Well, I'll piggyback with that one because I have that also. All right. Yeah. Um, they're who they, I can't even remember who they're playing now. Someone Carolina. Really Carolina. Yeah. There you go. Boom. There's your answer. Carolina. Dolphins offense is hot. Carolina's offense is not. I don't think I think Miles Sanders is out this week. Um, so Hubbard's going to be carrying the load there. Like, not that they're going to be running much. I don't think I just, Carolina's a bad team. I expect the Dolphins to just roll. Yes. I'm with you on that. Uh, there's only one defense in the NFL who can stop that offense and they reside in Orchard Park. Carolina's <laughs> in a, a, com- so far. a complete young team that just doesn't, they just, it's yeah. personnel versus personnel. The Dolphins have it. 
yeah, it's I think close. this is an, another blowout. Yeah. I agree. Um, maybe maybe they'll put maybe they'll get to play somebody more difficult one of these weeks, but so far it's not really looking that way. <laughs> uh, they have the Bills again at some point. Yeah. Well, this might be in January actually. Is it? Okay, there you go. It is uh yeah, January 7th. At least it's in Miami. Yep. Be warm. Yep. So, okay. Um your second Second pick, I'm going back to the well on this one, and I'm taking the Bills. I believe they're minus, what I, what I tell you was, minus 15 and a half? Yeah, I believe that is correct. Minus, yeah, minus 15 and a half. I'm still taking the Bills. You got no Daniel Jones. Uh, I really highly doubt that we're going to see Saquon Barkley back this week, um, just because there's no Daniel Jones and you're playing the Bills. I just don't think they're going to run him out there. Uh, I think he's going to get one more week. And I expect the Bills to be pissed off about what happened losing over there in London. Like, I think they're just going to absolutely pour it on a shitty Giants team. Um, This is probably going to be more than 16. I could see, like, 21, 28, just absolute decimation in primetime, which we know the Bills like to show off in primetime. And they they have uh, responded well off of losses. So exactly. Far. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think again. I think this is where they're just going to be pissed off. Yeah. It they're is. just going to Tyrod Taylor. I I don't yeah. suspect the Giants to score too many points in this game. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I, I'm with you. I think the Bills should have their way with New York. Yeah. I I liked it a lot more at 14, but 15 and a half, we're, we're still taking it. Yeah. All right. 49ers minus nine and a half at the Browns. Uh, I'm I'm going. I mean, I just said it. 49ers. Swallow the points. The you Browns, could have got this at four. You at, could have. Tuesday, Tuesday, it was four points. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the the Browns are just in shambles. There's questions flying all over the place about what the hell is going on with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, uh, well, I want to piggyback on that a little bit, but go ahead. Oh, well, I'm just, uh, there's all these reports coming out that he's been cleared and well, is just not playing. He was. And they're saying rotator, t- or rotator cuff contusion. So, like, basically he could throw the football, but there's just no zip on it right now is what is what I've heard. And everyone is so pissed at this dude, and I just – it blows my mind. Dude, like, just as little as what last year, two years ago, Baker Mayfield was playing with a bad non-throwing shoulder. And every time I watched it, it was like, why are they letting this guy go out there still? He's obviously messed up. He is hurting the team. I get that you paid the guy $230 million and no one wants to believe that he's hurt because they don't like him. But like, if he knows that he can't throw the football, then send out the backup who can at least have an attempt to, to huck it down the field. You know, like he knows his body. If it, the zip's not there, the zip's not there. Like, how are you mad at the guy for telling you, Hey, I'm not going to give you a good chance to win. Put someone else in there. Uh, the, I think the most alarming thing is he was cleared two weeks ago for the game. They had the bye week and he's still saying, He's too sore to go. That's a little concerning. But, hey, if he can't go, he can't go, man. Like, yeah, I just, uh, you know, their backup, what's his name? He's got like well, six of them. D, uh, Dorian Thompson robs. Is it Dorian Thompson? I don't know, DTR, man. Whatever. He's a rookie. He's not playing this week. It's P.J. Walker. He did so bad two weeks ago that they were like, we're going to call him P.J. Walker. So P.J. Walker's playing? P.J. Walker's starting. Yeah, this – if, I don't know. I don't see any way that this game is close. Like the weather would have to be no, terrible. That's why nine and a half is a, a gimme. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't the, think the Brown. I don't think that the Browns are going to score. 
I no, and I don't think the Browns defense is nearly as good as what it's made been made out to be. I think they played some pretty cupcake teams. You know, they played the Bengals, the Titans, uh, the Steelers, and then got twenty eight hung on them by Lamar in their last game. Like I just, I'm not saying the defense is bad, but I think it's a little overblown. Like I, you know, yeah. what are the Niners going to score? Twenty one. You know, uh, if the if they even play if well, they do, that's yeah, going to be enough. The, so the Browns aren't going to score. Yeah, unless they get a defensive touchdown. They're not going to score. All right. So yeah, I, your, I like your pick. Who's your third? My third. I'm going to go back to the to the losing well on this and give me the Cowboys minus one and a half. I this is I I'm just a big believer in revenge games. After being completely embarrassed in primetime last week, I believe they're they're the Monday night game this week, correct? Yep. Yeah. So Monday night, another chance in primetime. I I really think this is a Dallas team that comes out and and, and is awake for this against a team that let's be real uh their coach is basically an idiot uh one and a half is not enough to lo- you know, they're gonna lose on a last minute field goal or something stupid i, I think the cowboys cover easily and i actually kind of think the cowboys are gonna take it to them a little bit well and it's uh at sofi which means it's yep. a home game for dallas home game for because, dallas yep yeah they're gonna have so many fans there yep. uh that's just how how it goes in LA, especially when you yep. get a team like the Cowboys, who is nationally popular. So, yeah, um, yeah, no, I, I I tend to agree with that pick. Uh, Chargers have been very underwhelming, but uh, yeah, yeah was... I, offensively good. Eckler's back, but I just think Dallas is going to be pissed. I hope, I, hopefully, I don't know. Who knows? I, I thought they were going to show up last week too, so maybe I'll be completely wrong. Maybe they'll just get drubbed again, and I'll. So my third, I'm going to another road favorite, which I know isn't loved by many, but the Lions at the Bucks, Lions minus three, they just seem to be kind of clicking. Uh, they got yeah. Jamison Williams back and, and slowly incorporated him. He didn't get a lot of playing time last week, but he's he's they're going to slowly get him back into the groove. Uh, the Bucks, I just can't get sold on them being. Yeah, yeah it's just not there. I, I do uh, think the Lions are a, a different class. You know, I, I, I do. And a and level above. Turns out they're a pretty damn good football team. So it's going to be, yeah. uh, they're going to be fun to watch, I think, all season. And what's cool about the Lions is that, like, pretty much everybody's, except for, like, fans of NFC North teams, everybody's kind of rallying around yeah, the well, Lions been, a little it's bit. Kinda, it's like kind of like, like if the Browns can ever get good again. It's like they've been lovable losers for so long. Like you can uh, almost just got to be happy for them. Maybe, maybe it's the area I live in, but I'll never jump on that train. <laughs> Possible. I, yeah, I, I, get I just I get can't you. do it. Because uh, when they do start to play well. Uh, yeah, it does get a little overwhelming sometimes. Yeah, I, I get it you. does. I get their, their fan base. It's much. funny that their fan base picks on Pittsburgh or hates on Pittsburgh so much. Like the fan base of the Steelers, yeah. you know, they, the Browns, just say how they're the worst fans they're the worst fans and in my opinion when they start winning some games they turn into those same people yep exactly that's it's, just kind of not all of them and, we, and, and that doesn't not, yeah. Um, yeah let's let's make that clear some, i'm yeah, not speaking yeah. for every fan of that team or either of those teams it's because i know there's some obnoxious bills fans too i'm oh, yeah. well aware well aware but i don't i just yeah i don't know they the stuff you see, you know. So yeah, Lions Bucks. That's that wraps up my uh, my three bagger. So we just to recap real quick. We both have Dolphins minus fourteen. I have the Niners minus nine and a half. The Lions minus three. Skeddy 
with the Dolphins has the Bills minus 15 and a half and the Cowboys minus one and a half. So all favorites this week. Did you look at, now there was one underdog I was going to take. Did you look at this at all? I believe the Seahawks were like plus two and a half at the Bengals. So I, I did actually take a long look into that game because, uh, that, that was the one I swapped out. I had the Seahawks and I swapped out for the, Cowboys I just am. I'm not sure. I don't, trust that the Bengals are bad and I don't trust that they're good. Yeah, that's a, well, that's kind of what I was thinking. That's I why I can't, the same that game was a, a, which Bengals a, team is going to show. I up. was turned away from that very quickly just because the, the Bengals are. Yeah. I mean, last week they poured it on fucking uh, chase had a, you know, a, a, who did they play last week? Uh, Arizona. Air, well, it's okay. So again, against a real bad team, they look. Yeah, good. it was Seahawks a, bad a little team, bit, but... but I just I thought the Seahawks with points. I was just man, you know, it was plus three when I looked earlier. It moved to plus two and a half, so I, I didn't like it as much. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think that's going to wrap us up, right? I think so. Yeah. I think so too. So uh, thank you everybody for tuning in. Greatly appreciated. And uh, yeah, I don't know with the discuss uh I, I was reached out to about when we're doing guests again so maybe that's something we need to look yep. into here in the near future uh other than that yeah another week good luck tomorrow to everybody who's placing their bets uh listen to Skeddy, not me that's i should been... start listening to myself because i've been losing all sorts of money well why the I hell are bet my i don't know I you don't, don't know bet your I'm own picks to... Oh, I always do like same game parlays and stuff. I need to just. Oh like, yeah, you you are a prop a guy. I'm a prop guy. You are so a prop I guy. Just, I, well, I I'm a straight I'm a straight too. ticket guy and my teaser. You know that's something I should start posting. Is my yeah, you do? I crush teasers. Uh, five out of four out of five so far this year. I do one teaser a week, and it's the one o'clock games. I pick three. I move the line five and a half to six points. And I've won four. I mean, you know, keep in mind your, you know, your profits are lower uh, yep. than, you know, you can get it at like plus 140, plus 170, somewhere in that zone. And you need all three to hit. But uh, yeah, I've been uh, four and four and one on uh, a new segment. Well, addition to the segment, Joe's yeah, maybe, of the week. Maybe I will do that. But then it, it starts like losing and I'm going to blame the podcast. Yeah, that's true. That's so. true. Yeah. Well, that's what's going to happen if I start betting my three bagger picks. I'm going to start going zero and three every week. At least this way, it looks like I'm better at gambling well, than you, even though you I'm should. not. <laughs> it doesn't appear that you, way. I guarantee you, perception I've is everything. More than you are. Yeah. I All look right. good. I'm not good. Till next week, everybody. Again, thanks for listening. Take care. Be safe. <laughs>